Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program, Today's Issues, on this Tuesday, March the 15th. We thank you for listening to AFR. I'm Tim Wildman with Ed Battagliano. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Tim. Fred Jackson. Good morning. And uh, Fred, Ed, you want to tell folks how they can watch on that there internet? Absolutely. If you'd like to watch us do radio, you can go to Facebook or YouTube, search for Today's Issues. And click through, and you can watch us do this radio program. If you'd like to listen on your computer, you can do that at AFR.net. We stream all of our programs live on uh, at AFR.net. You can also get podcasts of programs that you might have missed. Or if you want to re-listen to, I guess that's a word, re-hear a program that you uh, especially like, you can find that in our podcast as well. If you're going to be traveling and will be away from your terrestrial radio station, you can simply download the AFR app onto your phone or other portable device and listen anywhere you have a good signal. Hey, you got a hockey t-shirt from one of our listeners. I saw that. Absolutely, I did. And uh, it it said, uh, uh, don't bother me, it's hockey season. (laughs) And uh, it was very creative. And uh, the lady that I'll be writing a, a thank you note to had some very nice things to say about about you, Tim, and about American Family Radio and today's issues and Trivia Friday. So we are listen those kind of things. You don't have to send a present if you want to. If you want to send a gift, you can. Yeah, we'll accept it. We don't return it. <laughs> we don't return to sender. On no, that. absolutely not. But yeah. it's just encouraging to know that AFR is impacting people's lives. We believe that the Lord is using us to impact and to reach people. Yeah, and so obviously it, the glory belongs to God, but. Then the gifts belong to us when they well, send a T-shirt or food. That's what the Bible says. <laughs> huh? Isn't that right? It's in Hezekiah. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. Hezekiah so, chapter 3? Yeah, I think that's where it is. <laughs> that, uh, and then uh, are you Please, please don't write this? us. Please don't write us. <laughs> you guys don't know your right. Bible. Right. You know, I fell for that. That When I, when I first became a Christian, I went to Bible, felt the calling to, into the ministry within months after I first got saved, didn't understand it or whatever. But less than a, a year after I got saved, I went to Bible college and I was sitting at lunch. So I'm struggling to catch up with people who've been Christians their whole lives or whatever. And so I'm sitting at lunch with some of my friends and they mentioned the book of Hezekiah. And I, and I said, book of Hezekiah, I said, I don't, I don't, I was being sincere. I said, I don't remember that. Is that, where is that? And of course, they had a, a big laugh at it's my expense. It's the 67th book. Yeah, big laugh at my expense, and that's the way it's gone for me ever since. <laughs> oh, um, me. Hey, listen, I, that that one's been around a long time. Yes, it is. And you, sometimes I've seen people, and this is really bad, they start looking in their Bible. <laughs> oh, right. where, where, where is right. it? <laughs> well, you know, even today, all those old tests, unless you – you're in it every day, the Old Testament. I'm yeah. talking about all those Old Testament names start running together. And mm-hmm. every once in a while, you hear somebody say something, and you go, 
And there was a Hezekiah. There's a King yes, Hezekiah. Yes, yes, that's what I'm so, saying. Yeah. I'm easily confused. So you go, hmm. I'm not, I've heard that name. I don't think that's a book in the And then you start doing your, your drills from your... Uh, Yes. You know, from your youth Bible study days that you had right. to, go, you know, to name all the books of the Bible. Oh, well, there is. So the moral of this lesson is there is no Hezekiah, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. And just like snipe hunting, don't yes. be fooled. That's right. Okay, don't, 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 don't be fooled by those who want to have you flip your Bible open, look for that book, and then only to mock, mock, you. mock and jeer you, which yes. is actually not Christian. Right. Yes. Uh, but, Go ahead. But there are other examples of this yeah. kind of thing uh, that I learned a long time ago. Uh, carpenters, a new person comes on the job, mm-hmm. and they'll say to the new person, could you go down to the hardware store and get a skyhook? Yeah. A skyhook? A skyhook. Yeah. Yeah. There's no such thing. Well, what? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Well, that's true. He had the, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. skyhook. But, 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 oh, you go, mean so they, they send the, the newbie yeah. down to the hardware, the hardware store, store to ask for a sky hook when there's no, no such thing no exists. Because exists. you don't want to, as the new guy, you don't want right. to ask, well, what's a sky hook? Right. That's no, a, you don't want to do that. <laughs> and then, of course, the person at the hardware store kind of looks, uh, right. you, you've been yeah. tricked. Yeah, right. you're, you're new, aren't you? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Anyway. All right, uh, Fred, what's your first story today? Well, first story, uh, we were at our story meeting, uh, newsroom story meeting this morning, and one of my colleagues uh, said he just got a photo from his wife who had just returned from the grocery store. And basically, the picture was of two grocery bags. Hey, honey, a hundred bucks. Two grocery bags? Two grocery bags. <clears throat> Send him a picture of two grocery like the bags. the little plastic bags from like I'm not sure Walmart? how. Okay. A yeah, hundred bucks. Wow. That tells the story. The, yeah, the point is the price of everything is yes is going up. And if you go to our website right now, folks, American Family News, you'll see our breaking news story. U.S. producer prices climbed 10% in February from a year ago. (laughs) February is a very important month there because these figures, and I'll give you a few of them there, these figures are, are in a period prior to February 15th when the invasion of Ukraine occurred. All right? So all of that to say... Our president cannot blame Putin for these figures that are coming out today, all right? These only are a period leading up to February 15th. Labor Department said Tuesday that its producer price index, which tracks inflation before it hits consumers. Now, these are the the, uh, price increases that our wholesalers are facing. Rose 0.8% from January. The increase were in line with uh, forecasts, they say. Wholesale energy prices were up 33.8% over the past year, and food prices almost 14%. Yeah, you can't blame that on Russia. No, you can't. These figures do not apply to the period post the, so, the so Russian you, invasion. So what do you blame it on? Well, I'm, I I would blame it, at least in part. I, we, I want to be fair. You, you try to be fair, too, right, Tim, right. In, in saying that presidents— probably get too much blame and too much credit for what happens in the economy. I think that's a wise way to look at it. But I would say, at least in part, uh, President Biden's policies regarding energy. Can't blame everything on him because there have been supply chain issues uh, that, that are the that result preceded of, him. that preceded him that are also the fault, for example, of laws and regulations in California regarding trucking, all those things. But you have to say, I believe, 
that energy prices are driving the majority of the inflation we're seeing. But I would also say that the um, all the money that was injected right, right. into the U.S. economy during the pandemic and the lockdown is probably playing a part. And that was pretty much bipartisan. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but it's Biden's problem. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. And apparently he does not seem to want to take any steps to dampen nope. the inflation by getting us back to energy independence. All he's doing is saying, I'm tired of the blame. Yes. Yes. Huh? That yeah. what did he say the other day? He was speaking to fellow Democrats and he said, I'm sick I'm, of it. I'm, I'm sick of it. Yeah. Uh, talking about uh, the prices going up for everything and, and people, being blamed. people blaming him. But uh, it, to the points you just raised are the reasons where he is at least in, in part or slash large part responsible for the inflationary numbers that we're seeing right well, now. And people, people want to see their president, first of all, being sympathetic, and you're not getting much sympathy from the Democratic Party with regards to especially prices at the pump. Right. All you're getting is um, things like, uh, well, you got uh, Americans got spoiled and got used to low right, gas prices. Right. We need to switch over to electric cars. So you're not getting much sympathy from the Biden administration or the Democratic Party, but you're also not getting any any uh, appearance of ideas. Right. This is what we're doing to combat it. He's right. just simply blaming Putin. And he'll he'll switch over to blaming the oil companies too. Right. Yes. They're they're, they're gouging you. Right. Basically. Yeah. And while they you keep saying, well, there's nine Gensaki, there's nine thousand leases out there. It's not our fault. Yeah. The oil companies are are not uh, taking advantage yeah. of it. You know, it's it's really interesting. Uh, Fox News's Lawrence Jones was talking with some oil workers uh, who explained while Gensaki they say, and there's their terms, is lying about the nine thousand permits. Why drill if the administration is going to shut you down? That's basically what they say. Here's cut four. Gensaki was at the podium. She said there's 9,000 permits that's already been granted. She said if people want to pump, companies want to pump, they can go ahead and do it. That these permits aren't the problem here. What would you say to Gensaki? She's lying to the American people. Those 9,000 permits that were pulled they might not even have oil under under the ground that they got the permit for. So why would the oil company go and drill on that ground? There may not even be oil there, and let alone waste their money because they can't run a pipeline to transport the oil and gas off the well. If there was oil there, the gas companies would already be drilling it, and they would already be producing it. I, and it's it's a lie. We played the clip, I think it was yesterday, of Joe Biden during the election campaign where he openly declared war oh, yeah. on fossil fuels. Right. Yeah. He can't take that back. Yeah, he speaks with a forked tongue, mm-hmm. as does Jinsaki, his spokesperson yes. in the White House. On the one hand, they, uh, they, they'll tell you, and they did during the campaign, they're at war. With, to, yeah, to your point on the campaign, yeah. they actually had what they call TikTok influencers uh, for a training session the other day. And one of them is a lady by the name of, and I'm not on TikTok, folks, Ellie Zeeler. Uh, after she attended the White House briefing, she goes out and she tells her, and she has millions of followers. She's a young lady. I'm trying, gas- to, I'm trying to catch her on my TikTok. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a few, I'm, I'm going to catch her one day. Go ahead, Fred. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and she's out part of the propaganda machine that gas prices 
aren't Biden's fault. Cut seven. Why is gas so expensive and why is the United States inflation rate at a four-time decade high? I had the opportunity to ask the White House why gas down the street is $7 and here's what they said. The obvious reason we're getting out of a two-year pandemic, when use goes up, price goes up. But the call is predominantly about Ukraine and Russia, so how does that relate? Russia is one of the top three producers of oil and it is actually their number one revenue source. Now, with Putin starting this horrific fight between Ukraine and Russia, nobody wants to work with him and do an international trade. I wonder if, you know, Ellie Zeeler, I'm sure she's a very bright young lady. She has millions of followers. Does she not know that she is being used? That she is being used uh, by the White House? Somebody like that right there, I would say she's a, uh, I don't know her, but I'm just saying that it sounds like to me she, when she says I go to the White House mm. for answers, mm. she just is parroting whatever they say oh. with not much uh, critical thinking involved there, you know. Our analysis is basically here's what they told me here, so I believe it, and here's what I'm telling you. I I don't also don't know this lady. I'm also not on TikTok. I, yeah. I have some understanding of what TikTok is. People post videos, and it's mostly for Aren't entertainment. Aren't they supposed to be dancing? Well, they can. You can you can dance. You pull pranks. You do whatever you okay. want to do, and then you post it, and people gotcha. like it. And certain people kind of hit you know, lightning strikes and they become extremely popular. Right. But that doesn't mean they're bright. Uh, you know, the Kardashians are proof that you can be famous for being famous. <laughs> all right. So I, I, I probably shouldn't say anything else. They're probably right. very nice people. Okay. Right. Maybe that's right. what we should say. This is probably a very nice young lady, but I would say this human nature, understanding human nature, including my own, if you shoot right to the top and become a celebrity, you're going to wrestle with ha having a big head and being and overestimating your importance to humanity. <laughs> and when you're invited to the White House, that right. has got to right. blow your head up even more. Yeah. Yeah. And so she's, I think, probably thrilled to be working with, quote unquote, the White House to help drop some knowledge on people. I'm dating myself with that expression, yeah. but uh, that doesn't mean she understands, can reason her way out of a paper bag. <laughs> I think the rest of us can figure out what we believe about prices without going to an influencer. What is... I that's, mean, that's what just, I would... I'm, I'm with you right there, buddy. Uh, what is an influencer? That's, that's what that's they call That's a new them. term to me. Uh, yeah. An influence. These are people I, I on think what social they mean, media. Yeah, I think that the, what they mean is they have maybe a million followers on yeah. on uh, social media platforms, and therefore they influence the public. I, I, that's about yeah. the only thing I can because it's social media. Because yeah. it's so, and you can have so you can have influencers if you want to call them that on on both sides of the political spectrum. Ben Shapiro. Mm -hmm. Jordan Peterson, they're on the more conservative side of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. If you want to call them influencers, yes, they have lots of people who listen to what they say and more than likely will find themselves in agreement with them. But an yeah. influencer like this is someone who is being used to change people's minds for political gain for the yeah. Biden administration. And I, I think she's a teenager as far as I know, she looked young, but everyone she, looks young. She's very now. young, and and I I think they're going after the younger voter, right? Obviously, yeah. by using 
And TikTok, is it, wasn't it developed by China? I think it's owned by China now, or Chinese company. Oh, is that right? I, 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 don't, I don't know. It yeah. Hmm. Sounds like it. Baby I think boomers. I had that at the Chinese ba- restaurant ba- once. Ba- a bowl of TikTok. Baby boomers need a uh, toe on the end of that. <laughs> Am I right? Tic-tac-toe. <laughs> yeah, don't we, uh, don't we want to say that? You're a tic-tac. Is it tic-tac or It's talk? TikTok. It's oh. a TikTok, and, and of course, I'm getting confused now. It's TikTok, but tic-tac-toe would be a funny takeoff yeah. on that. Well, I'm thinking, yeah. Let's All right, next, start that. Next story. Well, this, this, this is one that you mentioned at our story meeting this morning. Uh, and this has to do with the latest attack against uh, an Asian uh, lady in New York, an elderly la- Asian lady. Yeah. She's a uh, man hit woman 125 times because she was Asian. This was an elderly lady in Yonkers, New York. It's just, yeah. I think, north of the main downtown area of New York City. This lady is, I think she has a little carriage of groceries or whatever. She's walking home, and she walks by this guy, and this guy follows her to her door and proceeds to pound her 125 times with his fist, and then he kicks her. Yeah, New York is an extremely dangerous place right now. Um, that's my. I read the New York Post daily. I have their website. Uh, they're a conservative paper, uh, although it's not paper. I read it's virtual. Right. But uh, you know, they're they're kind of the the uh, the answer to the New York Times in New York, uh, the New York Post. And uh, it, this is every week. There's some kind of uh, attack on an Asian person in new york city and it's 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 a very i mean and that and a lot of other random crimes that are going on it's a it's a very unsafe place right now crime, yeah. is, out, crime is out of control to your point in new york city the police recorded 131 bias incidents against asians in 2021 that was up 20 from 28 2020 but also here's the other part of this story the guy that's been arrested has 14 previous arrests Half of them on felony charges, according to Yonkers police. He was convicted of assault in 2011, sentenced to just over three years in prison, and, of course, was released early. Uh, This is the other part of the problem. Listen, uh, uh, when these cities and states adopt these um, no-bail, I don't know what you call them, reforms? I don't know what you call them. Yeah, that's that's what they call them, bail reform. It's. I have sympathy for the victims. Don't misunderstand me, but the but the the, the problems that are having to be dealt with with results of the crime, particularly violent crime. I don't have any sympathy for these places, these blue cities and blue states, in the sense that they're inviting this. They're inviting this when you don't punish criminals for their behavior and you let them right back on the street, a turnstile justice, that's what you want to call it, then you're going to get what you're seeing every day in New York and Chicago and San Francisco and uh, other places. It's, it's absolutely insane. I don't know. And the state legislatures uh, are what they uh, are, are the ones who are doing this in most cases. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got these woke DAs all over the country that were, uh, many of them were uh, supported by George Soros money. Mm-hmm. And it's basically turning these these uh, blue states and blue cities into lawless uh, jungles. 
And so you get you see this this attack you saw right here on this uh, Asian lady mm-hmm. guy arrested has fourteen felony convictions. What's yes. he doing out on the streets? I know, right? What's he doing out on the streets? A lot of this is back to the social justice uh, movement. Um, they don't believe in bail at all because that's discriminatory against poor people. That's what they would tell you. And so until they change this, the crime is only going to continue to go up. And these kind of horrendous uh, scenes that you described right there, Fred, are going to continue. So what I'm saying is it's on the people that live in those cities and states to demand from their mayors, their city councilmen, their state legislatures, their judges, that they uh, get tough on crime. Mm-hmm. If they don't get tough on crime, they're gonna con- you're going to continue to see this spiral I, out I, of control. I think you could do three things, three things, three things. And I'm not saying it would necessarily be cheap, but it would be worth it. Three things that within a year's time would make America a vastly safer place. Number one. These people who are clear sociopaths who do nothing but commit crime get locked up forever, okay? If you have, the, uh, we, we reported uh, weeks ago about someone who was killed, a grandmother killed in the parking lot from a guy, by a guy who'd been arrested 67 times. That guy should never see the light of right, day. Right. You lock him up, you throw away the key, you deal with mentally ill people, you get you have some way to get them institutionalized until they can get control of their mental illnesses and be able to function in society and homeless people. You have to do something about those three groups because it, it, now I, I would put drugs and alcohol in a separate category, but those and three things and gangs, but those three things right there. You could Im- have an immediate no. impact. Listen, uh, what was it in California a few years ago? They had three strikes, right? Three strikes, three strikes. yeah. Mm-hmm. Three, so was it three felonies, I think? Mm-hmm. Or was it? Uh, I think it was just three convictions. Your okay. third conviction, you got sent away. Okay, so you, you got to, as you say, you got to lock them up. Yeah. You got to lock them up. They're too dangerous for society. And unless you do that, you're going to continue to see innocent people. Um and victims of these uh, horrendous violent crimes that again are skyrocketing. They had Philadelphia, they had a they by by uh, February they had a record number of carjackings. Yeah, people are getting carjacked in broad daylight. Why? Because these criminals know that uh, they can commit the crime, and they're out in the they're arrested. They go downtown, and they're out in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, back on the street to do the same thing again, again. Uh, so let's see, basically these blue cities and blue states, San Francisco, the mayor, uber liberal. Yeah. The mayor said, well, our crime's out of control. Yep. We've got to do something about it. Well, really? You're the one who wanted to defund the police. And yeah. you're also the one that was okay initially with a person can go in and steal yeah. just under a thousand dollars. Right. Right. Don't stop them. Right. right. You know, Walgreens had to shut down. What was it? Five outlets yeah. there in San Francisco, uh, because <clears throat> what was the point of opening? People were walking in with garbage bags, shopping carts, and then taking, filling the bag up and walking out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like you say, too, I, people get elected yeah. with these policies. Also, liberalism is a mental disorder. That's, uh, I think Michael Savage invented that statement. It's <laughs> always stuck with me. Yeah. Liberalism is a mental disorder. 
All right, you're listening to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. Sandy Rios will be with us momentarily. Uh, So we'll visit with Sandy after this short timeout. Stay with us. So they asked me to enter my email address, and the next thing I know, I start getting emails from companies I never even knew existed. What's up with that? Here at the American Family Association, you have our word that we won't give away, sell, or lease your email address to any other organization or company. We're thankful when you take the time to subscribe to AFA Action Alerts, One Million Moms, Engage Magazine, or any of our other online newsletters. A lot of folks want to go see our nation's capital, Washington, D.C. Hello, I'm Tim Wildman, president of American Family Association and American Family Radio. You know, about 20 years ago, we started doing our spiritual heritage tours of our nation's capital. We soon added Mount Vernon, Williamsburg, Jamestown, and Yorktown. So we do these tours twice a year, once in June and once in September. If you want more information just simply go to our website, spiritualheritagetours.com. That's spiritualheritagetours.com. Stephen McDowell, who is the president of the Providence Foundation, is a historian, and he joins us along the way. He'll answer questions, he'll give talks, and he'll point out places of interest for us and give us the rich Christian and American heritage and history. So for more information on these tours in June and September, Go to the website, spiritualheritagetours.com. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Stern. Stand by for news and commentary next. Uh, My goal as a teacher is to impart knowledge and then be able then for them to take it and turn it into wisdom. As we teach, I think, okay, five years down the road, how will the material that I am teaching them really affect their lives, and their careers. Hi, Todd Starnes here. Truett offers biblically-centered degree programs. Check out truett.edu slash Starnes. Gas prices are now at record highs thanks to the Biden administration's radical environmental policies. Well over $4 a gallon. That's the national average in some places over $7 a gallon, but not in Burnsville, North Carolina. The owners of the Sitco station at the corner of U.S. 19 East and Depot Street have decided to take one on the chin for their longtime customers. They dropped the price for a gallon of regular unleaded, $2.25. Cars lined up for hours to take advantage of the gas station's good deed. The station's owners said they just want to help people, even though they're taking a loss by cutting the price. Locals say they are not surprised by the gas station's kindness. That's just how things are in small-town America. My new book makes a great gift for moms. Our daily biscuit devotions with a drawl available at your favorite bookstore and toddstarns.com. Therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. 1 Peter 1.13 American Family Radio 
This is today's issues. Email your comments to comments at AFR.net. Past broadcasts of today's issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of today's issues. Welcome back to today's issues, everybody. I'm Tim Wildman with Ed Battagliano and Fred Jackson. I'm 59 now. Yeah, my two colleagues here are post 60. And we're trying to figure out this ageism. Well, no, I'm just trying to figure out this TikTok phenomenon. I I said that we need (laughs) tic-tac-toe. You know, if we could do that, I think we're all on the same page here as far as the baby boomer generation. But so um, you're telling me that most of these uh, TikTok influencers, the ones you're familiar with, the two or three. I'm not familiar with any. Well, that's true. Uh, but you, you, your research shows. Yes, I, I I clicked on this one here, the White the one we were talking about. Yeah, uh, where the White House is, they they drafted or hosted thirty TikTok stars. They're called. Right. The one we were talking about is Ellie Zeeler, I uh-huh. guess. She's eighteen years old with more than ten million followers who watch her on TikTok, and so I went down. I I, I just couldn't believe it. Ten million people. I said, Well, what does she do? What does she talk about? Well, apparently, the description here in this Fox News, the Fox Business News story, is that she she dances on TikTok and wears trendy outfits and does little pranks, like she called her dad while on tick while being videoed, and uh, told him that she got accepted into Harvard, pranked him. So that kind of mindless. Mindless stuff. Uh, apparently, you do that. Just, you get invited to the White House. You get invited to the White House. <laughs> I went so I wasn't far off talking about the Kardashians. Right. This is this is how she right. got ten million followers. So so the, but the White House invited all these people to come and be indoctrinated. Yes. So they could the go word. out. So that they could go out and spread the word. Yeah. To the uh, ones who are influenced. It's so cynical. Yeah. Huh? But, well, the audio we played. Uh, the White House told me this is the reason for Gaslight. <laughs> right. No. Just like, now, just I'm going to dance for you. Ah, <laughs> uh, listen. <laughs> you sound a little cynical there. I, I, I'm uh, a little cynical myself. Uh, you know, what? Run for what your be- lives, what people. Become, Run for your lives. What becomes harder to do is to keep up with the evolving technology. Mm. Uh, you just, huh? You just want to give up. The other day, uh, one of my colleagues here brought me a CD. Wanted me to listen to a CD, you know. So I went to pop the CD in my, what do you call that thing down there that you make your computer uh, below your desk? Your hard drive? Oh, you, you're talking about your. Uh, it's a hard drive, right? Am your I, desk, isn't your that desktop what it's computer? I have a yeah, laptop. Well, yeah. Okay, well, I have both. I mean, yeah. I have the iPad, but anyway, what I'm saying to you is, there you can no longer put a CD in there. Oh yeah, you yeah, they, they've moved away from that. Huh? <laughs> I, I look down there. Where's the CD? Where do you pop the, you know, the CD? ROM, the driver. I'm going to talk to my IT guy, which is your son, <laughs> and get him to bring me back one of those. Good luck. I want to go back to the CD. You can't. You have to get an external hard drive. Also, my car doesn't have a CD. My new car. No. I got a new car a couple months ago. Get no, in there. No CD player. I get ready to pop my CD in. No, no CD player. Right. You know. No. Because no, now they it's Bluetooth. Every, yes. Everything is through your cell phone. Yeah. I, I you, know. 
Yeah, if you well, want to, listen, I'm this, just saying that it affects me emotionally a little bit when I can't, you know what I'm saying? Can't control my world any longer. I so, got to, I got to learn some new technology. Go ahead. So Steve Jordahl, this goes to the, to the yeah. issue of technology having gone past people of, I'll say my age. Cause if I say our age, you go, no, I'm younger. Yeah, but Steve I, Jordahl showed me this video. I wish we could, I, maybe we can post it. I, I, I will, we'll see if we can post it. <laughs> But it's a Zoom meeting between a judge and two attorneys. And one of the attorneys on his computer, someone had put a filter on it. So I didn't even know this was a thing on computers. And the filter makes him look like a cat. Okay. So the judge is talking to this attorney and he says, you know, to the attorney, whatever his name is, Jack, I think you have a filter on you look like a cat. I mean, there's a cat's face. And when this guy, lawyer talks, the mouth moves and the, and the lawyer is saying, I know judge, I have my assistant in here. We're trying to turn this filter off. I don't know how to turn it off. The cat's eyes are looking down on the computer where he's trying to click. And he tells the judge, he says, judge, I assure you, I'm ready to go on with the meeting. I assure you, I'm not a cat. Right, like you can go on with a Zoom meeting with a guy who looks like a cat. Just uh, ignore that, sir. Yes. We'll get it fixed in a But minute. he he was a guy probably my age yeah, who, who could figure not it out. figure out how to get that filter right. off. Right, yeah. All right, so uh, I guess CDs are going to be a thing of, or maybe they already are. Just yesterday's yesterday's technology. Yes, it pretty, I'm pretty sorry. Well. Yeah, it's gone. It's like it's like a cassette player. At some point, you couldn't buy a car with a cassette. player. I know player that's true. It. Yeah, yeah I just didn't think CDs would go away at all, but uh, I guess I'm wrong. All right, you're listening to today's issues. You're not listening to a high tech show. <laughs> I tell you that right now. Uh, uh, we're uh, we're li you're listening to today's issues here on American Family Radio. Sandy Rios joins us most Thursdays. <clears throat> excuse me, Tuesdays, rather. Uh, Sandy is Director of Governmental Affairs and host of Sandy Re for AFA. So she represents our ministry and our nation's capital, and she's the host of Sandy Rios in the morning. Uh, good morning, Sandy. Good morning, Tim. And this morning, I am a tech genius because <laughs> I want to tell you that you can get a portable CD player that's Bluetooth for your car, and you can take your CDs and put them in a little portable CD player and listen to your heart's content. So it'll convert? No. Uh, you're no? playing your CDs on a CD, little CD player that's portable, and okay. it, it, it has a Bluetooth feature. It will communicate so with you. Oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. There yeah. you go. So, but, uh, well, uh, Alice so see, and my wife. She, so see ya. That's yeah. it. There's three to talk to you guys today. Alice and my wife knows how to, she knows how to Bluetooth cell phone calls. Yeah. Yeah. The, the only problem with that is when you're driving down the road or you get into a parking lot, the whole world hears your phone conversation. That's right. Yeah. So that's you can't be right. talking about the pay. I'm about to go see. It. There they are, yes. right there, and then that's blaring over your speakers. You know right. what I'm saying? You I never did like that guy. Yeah, right. You know, but I'm going to talk to him now. <laughs> see you later. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Sandy, uh, one of your uh, friends is uh, Clarence Thomas's uh, wife, Jenny. Right. Yes. And she's been under attack by the uh, liberal media, as has Clarence Thomas. There's not much they can do about. It removing Clarence Thomas from the Supreme Court because he has a lifetime tenure. But still, that couple, a dear uh, couple, I know they're believers, but they, they've really been, why have they been so under attack by the liberal media? 
Well, I think uh, this is, of course, this started when he was confirmed. Right, true. You know, he was the wrong kind of black. Ask Joe Biden. Joe Biden was as rude as anyone in that uh, in that hearing. But um, so remember that Clarence Thomas said this was a high tech lynching. Speaking of tech, to link it all together, uh, he felt like it was a high tech lynching when he was confirmed, and he's been the wrong kind a black man ever since, and they really have been after him ever since. You know that video, the uh, autobiography of his life, uh, Created Equal, which is wonderful. I hope you guys have seen it. If you haven't, you, it's a wonderful movie. Uh, they actually took that down from Amazon, and <laughs> you couldn't watch it anymore and couldn't buy it online. They've reinstated it just like a couple of weeks ago, but that's how hated he is. And I think uh, when the Black uh, History Museum was built in Washington uh, when President Obama was in, in power, there was no mention of Clarence Thomas in that entire in that entire museum. I think that's been altered too, but that's the way he's been treated. So bottom line is uh, Jenny Thomas uh, is an attorney. Her mother was part of Eagle Forum, fought the Equal Rights Amendment. So Jenny has been an activist um, for decades, and uh, she met uh, Clarence Thomas when he was uh, in Washington, and he'd had his own journey toward conservatism. He was a radical leftist, and he had a lot of experiences that just opened his eyes, and he became a very st stronger conservative than probably anyone on the court right now, maybe with the exception of Alito. And so they hate what he does and what he stands for, and they want him to be forced to recuse himself or step down from cases that are coming before the Supreme Court because they're scared to death that they're going to lose, you know, things like Roe versus Wade and all of that. So one of the ways they have been continuing to do this is through trying to get to his wife, Jenny, who has remained who she always has been, and that is a, a woman of very strong opinions, and she's strongly, she's courageous, she's, a, uh, she's very conservative in her interviews, she's a Trump, she was a Trump supporter, initially Cruz, and then she became a Trump supporter, and so uh, they've been doing a series of pieces on her. Washington Post, I think, started it, and the New York Times took off. They actually called me for an interview, and I told them, no way, you know. I didn't say that to them. I said no, <laughs> and I didn't respond because I know better. Uh, but many people did respond, and the New York Times just did what they call, <laughs> this cracks me up, just this subtitle. It's an investigation of Jenny and Clarence Thomas. You know, like like they're sinister characters, you know, because of, you know, you know, and they're known for their their moral values and their love for each other uh, and and that they have very separate lives. Again, she uh, Jenny is um, has her own identity. She does her own work. Uh, but the, what they're trying to say is that the people in Jenny's world that she uh, works with often have to connections with cases that come before the court. Well, you know, the seven degrees of separation, the Kevin Bacon thing, it really is kind of like that. Like, you could say that about Washington's a small town. So if you have a friend that you work with and they happen to be affiliated with another group or another group and, and that group has a, a case before the court, it doesn't really mean anything. But they want to make it sound like it means something like, they, may, they want to make it sound like Clarence Thomas doesn't have a mind of his own. He's totally influenced by his activist wife, Jenny Thomas, and uh, he has to, you know, then weigh in on abortion when they know she's pro-life and that sort of thing. So they go through this like 20, the most recent article, and there's a bunch of them. Uh, I think it's 27 pages. It's just amazing. And I, and by the way, I'm, I'm in part of it, in case you're interested. I thought you might want to know about part of it here. Because 
I, when I read the article, I guess I found myself, I know I'm highly prejudiced, but I'm also pretty good kind of, um, I'm a pretty good arbiter of what I think how impressions are going to be. And I think if I read that and didn't know them, I would come out respecting both of them. If that's the best they've got against uh, Jenny and Clarence Thomas, they don't have much. Uh, but um, one of the things they attack her on, and I thought I had it right here queued up, and now I can't find it. I'll have to tell you about it. Um, they talk about a meeting at the White House where Jenny came in and brought members of her group, which is an off-the-record group called Groundswell. And um, the way they report it was um, Jenny opened in prayer, and then people started talking about uh, gender transition and how they were cutting off children's babe, you know, genitals, and then how people during the meeting kept praying out loud. It was so disruptive that the president tried to gain control, and, and there were other things said. Yeah, this is during the this during the President Trump's administration. Yeah, yeah, right. A meeting with President Trump, and but you know, of course, the problem is I was right there sitting across the table from President Trump. We'd never spoken about this publicly because we knew when we had a meeting with the president that we were not to discuss what happened. We actually believe you should keep, you know, confidence. So we didn't talk about it. And the New York Times, they came out with that report uh, soon after the meeting. Somebody reported this. Um, I can tell you more about it because it's actually kind of interesting. We know who leaked it, uh, but we just didn't respond. Um, in that meeting, I mean, there was all of the top advisors of President Trump were in that room. And there were uh, friends of President Trump and there were enemies of President Trump who were working against him. And we knew that. And one of our big reasons in meeting with him was to make him aware of, um, of that there were people undermining him right there in the White House. And so in the middle of this meeting, he says, well, who are you talking about? And I'll just tell you, point blank, we handed him a list of people. These are the people. We've been trying to get this to you through your staff, and they throw it in the trash. And so here it is, Mr. President. This is the list. And so uh, he said, he said, well, there's someone here. And so one of our members, I'm not even going to mention the name because I don't want to go cross, cross a line. Uh, but let me just say that, uh, yeah, one of our members said, yes, and he's right there, and it's so-and-so. You mean he was in the room? Oh, yes. And he was quite unhappy with us. It kind mm. of exploded. Uh, and that's the genesis of all the criticism. We know that he and others who were undermining the president were the ones that leaked this to the press. And they were Republicans. So, but about the prayer, I can tell you, it was actually me who prayed. And um, I, you know, I mean, it's just so benign. I mean, I prayed for the president. I prayed for his family. I was sitting right across the table from him. And, uh, and Jenny asked me to pray. We, we pray in all of our meetings, even though not every person who attends is a, an evangelical. They have different backgrounds. Some are Jewish. Uh, but we always honor God uh, through prayer in, in our meetings. And so that's what we did. We kind of transported our meeting to the White House. And the president was just astounded, I have to tell you, because um, we just kind of call, tell it like it is, as opposed to, oh, Mr. President, oh, that's beautiful. Oh, that tie right, is lovely. Right. You know, we're kind of like, bam, bam, bam. And then there's this, and then there's this, and here's this guy. He's undermining you. So that was the meeting. And, and the reason there was some, and the president, I think, loved it, to be honest with you. I've never seen him. He, first of all, he was like just another meeting for him. But when we got going, he was like with us. I mean, he was like right there at the table, leaning forward. We've got this lively conversation going. I mean, it was very orderly. 
So they lied. You know, they were just blatantly lying. Who's they? You, you mean the, the New York Times? The New York Times. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. About so, that meeting you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. well, that's part of their story. That's gotcha. part of their 27 pages. Against Jenny uh, Thomas because uh, she's their, part of the group that was in that White House yes, meeting with President they Trump. They said gotcha. that she, she prayed at that meeting. And, it, you know, people broke out and wouldn't stop praying. And it was so confusing. The president had to calm it down. It was just so such a yeah, ridiculous I lie. I don't know what it is about these. Well, I do know what it is, that what motivates them, but. It's it's irrational. These a lot of these left wing media types, the like New York Times and others, they 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 present Christians who have strong faith go to church as people who have three heads, mm-hmm. right? Huh? Ed, I, I don't. It's just because they just don't understand the worldview, or they they think we're. We're freaks it's a spiritual or what? Battle well, yeah, it's it's a, it is it's a spiritual battle. They they mock, uh, they scoff. Uh, I was I was a scoffer before I became a Christian. You know, I I was not raised in church or raised around Christian people. So we need to understand that this is this is the unbeliever's take on spiritual things, and we have to love our enemies. But at the same time, we need to be. Uh, aware of the fact that that is what these people are going to do. They did that in the first century to Christians. They said all kinds of slanderous things about Christians. And uh, so this is something we can't expect is going to happen, but we need to be alert and aware about what what, what, what we're facing. And but what, I, what, I think what, what has happened in, in the last few years is that the left has ramped this up to a point where we're going to seek out, <clears throat> pardon me, those conservatives, and we are going to punish them. We're going to throw them out of the military. Right. Uh, we're going to, we saw what happened in Canada, and I think we're just very close to this happening with the Biden administration in this country, with the truckers. I'm talking about Trudeau. We're going to go after your bank account. We're going to find out yeah. these are people who donated money. They weren't even in Ottawa but they donated money to a cause. We're going to go after you. This is exactly, this This is happening with our military. We know we have documents. It's there. We're going to seek out those. We're going to find out what groups you support. And then we're going to go after you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, so it's gone beyond, I have a difference of opinion with you. Yeah. To, I'm going to punish you for what you believe. Well, Sandy, this is what we're talking about here with uh, uh, Jenny Thomas and these articles being written investigating her. This, to me, is proof that, like what Fred's saying, this is this is a manifestation of a spiritual war because it's not really about race. If a black man on the Supreme Court is persecuted by the left, it is clearly about ideas, it is clearly about worldviews, and... At its core, it's a spiritual war. And, and so it's not really about race. If a black guy is on the wrong side of the issues simply because he's conservative and a Christian. Yeah, absolutely. I do think one point needs to be made if I didn't make it more strongly, uh, strong enough. It's not just what we'd call the left. In this case, uh, the writers of the New York Times got their information from Republicans who hated the never trumpers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so they are, they participated in the same thing. 
Um, and I also need to make one thing clear because people will be hearing about this, I think, if they haven't already. There's been so many articles. Uh, Jenny, they went after Jenny because um, another reason was because she was there on January the 6th. Uh, she went to support President Trump. She actually, she didn't go to the Capitol. You know, she left early because she was cold. Uh, but she was all in favor of the rally as, um, you know, I was too. Absolutely. I almost went myself, except Bruce had just broken his arm, so I wasn't able to go. But um, uh, so they want to tie her to January 6th and to any any kind of litigation that come may come before the court. They want to pin it on President Trump. Uh that he incited the riot and that somehow Clarence Thomas is tied to this because his wife was there. It's, it's a whole insidious thing. It's actually, I laughed, I laughed. I always sometimes laugh inappropriately. It's really not funny uh, because they are out for blood and out for destruction. And uh, I think the ultimate goal is to stop President Trump from being a candidate again, to destroy Clarence Thomas so that he can't uh, adjudicate on the court, and uh, to de destroy his wife in the process and those of us, any of us around him. And that's for sure. So, yeah, I don't no, think it's working very well, though. I have to tell right. you, I don't. I, do you think anybody's going to read a twenty-seven-piece page by the New York Times? This investigative report. Oh, of sure. Uh, the, uh, people on the left will. <laughs> they'll I love it. So. They'll, they'll love this. Mm. But but ninety-five percent of people in the country. No, will. nobody reads twenty-seven pages of anything. Anymore. I just got to say too, just uh, in conclusion here, Sandy, when you were talking about the fact that Clarence Thomas and his wife Jenny have their own views, and you know, he doesn't let her influence. I, I happen to know. My wife is not listening to today's program. And I just want to say, I, I do what I want. I don't let my <laughs> wife tell me what to do. I am the, I wear the pants in the family, yeah. and I'm you the man the of the household. No, I don't do the TikToks. <laughs> I'm not even going to joke about that. Uh, so I'm just going to say. Right, listen, right, because I, she's not listening. She's not you listening. You can get away with I'm, I'm, uh, I'm my own man. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about that, well, Diane? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know right. what? Marriage relationships are different, but we know, because it's on the record, that Clarence Thomas became a radical conservative. And we know that Jenny Thomas married him when she was a radical conservative. So I don't think anybody persuaded right. anybody right. to a viewpoint. Yeah. There's nothing new there. Well, exactly. Fred, well the, the other aspect of this story, though, I, I don't think we got to it, was the hypocrisy of trying to get Thomas to recuse himself. Mm -hmm. The left did not say anything when uh, Kagan and Ginsburg were officiating homosexual weddings. You're right. And they and the chief justice at that time said, that's not a problem when we listen to the Obergefell arguments. Right, right. which was the uh, same-sex marriage case. Yes. Yeah, that came before this. You, so you, good point. That's a very it's good a double point. standard. Well, and, and, and Fred, they weren't just performing them. They were speaking out in favor of gay yes. marriage. Yes. Right. It would before, not just, I mean, obviously... Performing the ceremony shows before they were legal. Before they were, they were legal. advocating yeah. for it, they yeah, were advocating right. for it, yes. and then they ruled on it. Yeah. Yeah. So nobody asked them uh, to resign or to uh, recuse themselves. I should say. The other thing here is, as you mentioned earlier, Sandy, we're talking about Clarence Thomas and his wife Jenny. Uh, Sandy knows them both. She's friends of uh, uh, Jenny and's worked with her on various causes and issues over the years, and she's being slandered by the uh, New York Times and others because of her conservative Christian views, basically her constitutional views. But here's the, here's the other thing. We've talked about this before, and that is, uh, according to the left-wingers, 
uh, you cannot be a real black person unless you hold very liberal views. Yeah. They don't allow for African-American people to have even moderate views or conservative views on things or else they're canceled because they're not really black. That's what happened to Clarence. That's why he was held out. That's why he was uh, not allowed. His his story was not allowed in the Museum of African American History yeah. in Washington D.C. on the mall there. Yeah. Uh, now it is now, right? They did finally put him yeah, in there. I think there's something there. Did they I put him there, been... but, it, but they had to lobby for it. Yeah, right. They had to work. Huh? Yes. If you yeah. can believe that, a Supreme Court justice. Uh, the just, only black, the only black at the, for for years he's been the only black. Well, yeah, at Thurgood Marshall was the only other one. But yeah, I, right. I think so. First, so the first one. Uh, so you know, uh, that, that that's what uh, they they the left wing uh, and, and, and they try to cancel you if you're a minority and you hold any views other than very left wing views. Yeah, right? and if you're a majority like white people are, then and you're conservative, then you're a deplorable. Yeah, right. <laughs> extremist. Know, extremist. Yeah. Uh, hey, anyway, go ahead. Tim, Sandy. can I do just one? That sure. I want to plug their movie again. <laughs> okay. I'm not getting a cut of this, but really, you can get this, I believe, on Amazon. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's Netflix, but it's created equal. It is the story of Clarence Thomas and Jenny, and the. it's just, it's a wonderful movie. Created I've equal. i watched it. Okay. I've seen it three times. And, okay. I mean, I really enjoy it. Created okay. equal. It's so inspirational. All right. We'll have to check it out. Hey, Sandy, thank you so much for being on with us, and uh, we uh, will look forward to our next visit a week from today. Very good. Okay. Very good. I'll have more technology, technology <laughs> advice for you then, Tim. Okay. Thank you for the CD tip, by hey, the way. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> ah, all okay. right. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. DVDs are out too, aren't they? Pretty well, much. you they're, can still buy DVD yeah, players, but most kind. people are moving to streaming. They're going the way of the Walmart bend. Yeah. Right. You know, where you I've been trying to get my 8-track. It doesn't play in my car. I was, I was, I was cleaning out my offices the other day uh, as we're getting ready to move to new building, and uh, I came across several cassette tapes. Oh. And I, don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with them. Uh, I mean, they're relics. I guess I could send them to the Smithsonian or something. Well, if there's something important on them, you can get those digitized. Converted, converted yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, we shall return in five minutes with more of today's issues right here on American Family Radio. Stay with us. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.